Challenge and adversity are meant to help you know who you are. Storms hit your weakness, but unlock your true strength. Roy T. Bennett. what's up and welcome back to another coffee talk today i wanted to do an espresso brew that is very inspired by just well a life event but also a run that i went on yesterday so i'll give you a bit of a backstory just to give you guys some context as to how this all kind of formulated but i've been training for a virtual half marathon i've always loved running i feel like if you've watched my youtube channel at all or followed my vlogs or anything like that you might already know this but i am a runner i love to run i've always used it as such a way to kind of boost my energy to feel good to feel powerful in my body it's also really one of my favorite ways to just clear my mind and kind of go into that autopilot state where nothing can really bother you, your phone can go off but you're not going to answer, those types of things. So I just, I love running so much and with being at home and just having more excess time and feeling a little bit off kilter in terms of just stress levels and just wanting to balance everything out. I wanted something to really pin my focus on, something to really drive my motivation towards that was anything that would challenge me more physically. So I decided to sign up and train for this virtual half marathon. Anyway, because of this, I've been going on longer runs, but I also have been training on days where normally I wouldn't. So when I free run, which is I'm not training for any marathons or anything like that, I usually just run on days where I wake up and I'm like, oh, my body feels like it could go for a run today or like, oh, I'm in a weird mood or have a lot of anxiety, I'm gonna go for a run. Now that I am kind of doing this like training schedule, there's days where I wake up and the weather's kind of crap and I'm like, oh, but it's a training day. So while I normally would have been like, oh, I'm not gonna run. Now I'm like, oh, time to kind of embrace the discomfort. It's teaching me a lot, okay? So anyway, I decided yesterday that I was gonna embrace the discomfort of the weather because it wasn't very great out, it wasn't very nice out, and put on my running gear and go and do my running for the day anyways, which normally I wouldn't. I'm only on like week three. This is the third week right now of training. So I put on all my stuff and I go for this run and at first it's a little chilly, but it's fine because I bundled up a little I, I like I prepared enough to get out there and I start on my trek I have a couple different routes throughout Toronto that I love to run but the one that I was on yesterday It doesn't have any buildings or anything. It's really kind of um, It's just it's just very open. It's very nature-esque and I'm on this run and I kind of hit this point where there was nothing to block the wind from me and it picked up at the same time. Like it was, a, it was one of those days where it was rainy, windy, but like big gusts of wind, right? Just to give you guys a visual in case you want to be entertained. Um, I'm running full on against like massive gusts of wind that are like, it's like, you know, when you're trying to run or move against something, but the wind is so much that you're barely making any leadway. That was me, Struggle City, for like a good portion of this run. So at first, just like with most things in life, you hit any kind of resistance, you get any kind of pushback, you get a little annoyed, right? And that was my initial reaction was like, oh my God, this is slowing me down. This is hurting my legs. This is really hard. Like if the wind could just go away and then I could just zone back out and enjoy my run. So that was my initial reaction when this happened. But I mean, 
spirit, whatever you want to call it, had bigger plans and all of this insight starts downloading into my brain, which normally tends to happen when I run. That's why I like to run. I realized how much in this present moment time as I'm like pushing against the wind that it was really kind of a metaphor for life, for resilience, for pushing back when things get hard, for all of the above. It's kind of like one of those moments, you know, in movies where things slow down and you can just like tell that the person's just like downloading an aha moment. Well, that was pretty much what was me, except instead of life slowing down, the wind was really just slowing me down and I was having this aha moment. And the first thing that I thought of is the fact that, hmm, this is making my legs hurt because I'm having to push against resistance. I'm having to work harder to move forward. In reality, this resistance is making me stronger. And then I kind of got thinking about how that is such a metaphor for life. You know, when we set out to do things, when we muster up the courage to go for something, or if you're coming from a place where you feel like you've been in stagnant energy for a while, and there's been this dream you've been thinking about, or there's been this thing you just want to take action on, and you finally build up the courage and the energy and the strength to do it, and then you get resistance. Life pushes back on you and slows you down. It's so easy to quit, right? Like as soon as you, especially if you're coming from a place where you had to muster up a lot of courage to start something, to do something, or even if you're gonna use it in the context of going for that run, it's like you finally muster up the courage and you get out there and then the wind is just pushing against you. In a lot of ways, when you turn that into the life's metaphor, it can be so easy to just wanna give up, to just be like, well, screw this. Like I, I took all of this energy for me to show up and now I'm having like excess you know, forces move against me that I wasn't anticipating and now I just, I quit. If you were to take those moments and flip it into this metaphor of running against the wind, you would realize that not only does the resistance make you stronger because pushing against it is working different muscles in your body, it's pushing your body, it's using that pressure to build you up stronger for the next run you go on. It's also the fact that if you were on that run, if you were to take your life situation and flip it into a run, would it really do anything for you to stop and just sit down? It really wouldn't. Like you would just be sitting in the cold. The wind would just be hitting you harder because you're, you're sitting still and you would make no movement. So this metaphor is like downloading. I'm having all of these philosophical thoughts about this, about how resistance, not only in physical training, but in mental training and emotional training and all the facets of our life really just make us stronger. And when you can use that mindset anytime that you're going after anything, whether it's mustering up the courage to just like tackle your emails for the day, or it's mustering up the courage to train for a half marathon, no matter if it's mustering up the courage to tell somebody how you really feel, if it's mustering up the courage to stick up for yourself, to go after a dream, to start writing a book to anything. You could literally insert anything here that you are putting in an effort to do. And if the minute you do that, you hit any kind of resistance, just remind yourself that resistance is making you stronger. It's making you stronger physically. It's going to make you stronger emotionally. It's going to make you stronger mentally. And not only that, resistance, just like the wind, it isn't persistent. It's not going to stay as strongly 
opposing to your energy the whole time. It'll let up at times. It'll make it a little easier. Sometimes resistance can flip on its head and start pushing you forward. But the only thing that you have to remember is that it's making you stronger. Well, not the only thing. There's two more things, but really quick, I'm going to dip out and then we'll dip back in and talk about the other two deep philosophical insights I had on yesterday's run. So there I am running against the wind, you know, picking up against me. And now I'm like, okay, at least I know now that this resistance is making me stronger, but what else is it doing? So the second thought that started to kind of trickle in was the, that fear, that worry that I had of like, well, is this going to slow down my run? And I think that that's a super normal thing in life as well, too, is that we go after things or we take on tasks or we pin our dreams. And then we put this expectation on it of, I mean, it makes sense. We all love when we do our best, when we feel like we're performing well, when we feel like we're succeeding and when we feel like we're doing it with flying colors, right? That feeling is kind of like a high, especially if you were to turn that into a run. It's kind of like a runner's high when you go your fastest, when you go your longest, when you hit a good run. So it's, a tricky thing to balance because it makes sense why our brains do this, why every time we decide to do something, we want it to be the best ever. We have that little bit of like perfectionist mentality, even if we don't see it, even if we don't know that it's there, it's sometimes always just kind of lingering in the background of like, this needs to be the best one yet. Like let's run our fastest, let alone, even if it's not there, you're usually at least expecting to perform at your average, right? If you're going after something that maybe even isn't a big dream, it's just like, like I said, tackling your emails, you're just like, okay, I don't need to like bang these out perfectly. I just need to get them done. And then resistance comes along just like the wind and it slows you down. And suddenly it's not only pushing against you in the moment, but it's pushing against your expectations of how fast you were going to be, of how quickly you would get this done or how long this was going to take. And so if you want a mental spin on that, really, when you turn it back into that running metaphor, it does not matter how fast you go. What matters is that you just don't stop. And I think that that's a really easy affirmation to use in life, affirmation that came to me from this run, but also it's such a beautiful metaphor for life as well, because when you take away the expectation of needing everything to be your best or your average or your anything, you realize that it's not so much about the end result you're going to get once you hit the finish line. It's really kind of as cliche as it sounds about every step you're taking along the way. And so when you hit resistance and when you hit any kind of pushback on anything you're trying to do in life, it doesn't matter how fast you move, just keep on moving. And this is super important for those of you guys out there that struggle with any kind of mental health issue at all, because I find that in my moments where I find my mental health flaring up, when I find it really affecting my day-to-day -day life, my, you, you know how you have like a reaction system to this, which, you might not know, but most of us, almost all of us either fight, flight, freeze, or shut down, which is the last one, but usually fight, flight, or freeze lead into shutting down if, if you still feel that sense of impending doom. So that's like a little backstory on anxiety, but my mechanism, whenever I feel triggered in any kind of way is freeze. I'm not a fighter. Sometimes I, I flight, which means like you run away from your problems. Um, fight being that you actually fight it out. You duke it out. You get angry. You know, there's a lot of different reactions. That's a different coffee talk for another time, but 
freeze is really like you're still there you're completely checked in you're aware of everything going on and you're still freaking out mentally but physically your body kind of freezes and that tends to be how I react whenever I feel like my mental health especially affecting me or I get these big waves of heavy emotions or I find that I my panic disorder kicks in or like I start having anxiety attacks about having to leave the house like those are extremities but those are some of the extremities that I've experienced I'm getting ahead of myself funny that I'm talking about slowing down and I'm trying to talk too fast I have experienced those extremities at my worst points with my own mental health and it's so interesting because in those moments of freezing cognitively you're like okay I can't do it like I can't like I'm frozen like how do I move forward how do I move forward and again kind of that expectation of like I need to take big jumps or for each second that I'm frozen I'm piling more like length of, of strides that I'll need to take once I start moving again or I need to do more the minute that I do start moving which can kind of keep you stuck in that frozen state Um, And this is really effective in all stages, but especially if you're a freezer, you just have to keep moving, even if they're baby steps, even if you end up walking, even if you're crawling, just keep moving. Just to tie this in, because I feel like it's so imperative in terms of what we're talking about right now, like transformation is so uncomfortable, but that's kind of the beauty of it. And so even if tying back into the first one, the resistance is not only going to make you stronger, but even if you go through phases of your run of life, walking or crawling, or just even taking inches, like tiny inches forward, that is kind of, no, it is. It's part of the beauty of your transformation. It's part of the beauty of your story of what you're going after. And so Yeah, I just, for those of you guys out there, because I know it's actually a vast majority of us, I'm doing another coffee talk today that actually talks about how most of us deal with mental health issues at some point in our lives. So if you are going through a phase where you feel like your anxiety is stopping you, your depression is stopping you, that anything along those lines or in any kind of field of your mental health is blocking you or getting in your way, it's my favorite affirmation for this is this isn't real, which is totally like a geeky steal from Divergent where, you know, when Tris is kind of going through her mental landscapes where she has to do those tests and the way that she basically gets her way through them is realizing that they're not actually real, that she's aware of the fact that this is all happening in her head. So there really isn't actually any danger. It's such a really good affirmation that you're welcome to use from Divergent where you can remind yourself like this isn't real and you can move forward even if it's tiny little bits without any expectation just take the tiniest step forward that you can just don't stop moving whatever you do needless to say though that obviously we all need to stop at points to breathe but when you're in that in that stretch where you're putting in effort and you feel that that activation of like i can't or resistance or whatever just keep moving even if it's tiny incremental steps i really cool kind of tie into this too. If you guys have ever heard of Coda the Friend, he is a musician or artist, whatever, all of the above. And he's actually somebody that Larissa and I stumbled upon back in 2018. And one of his songs is called Hollywood. It's on one of my good morning playlists, but the one line in it that always kind of hits me, I love it so much, is how he talks about doing 50 in his own lane. 
And I think it hits me so much because I think about all the times that I'm driving home to visit my family in Kingston or driving anywhere really. And I'm always like, why am I in such a rush? Like there's really no timeline that I need to get there for most of the times. So it's like, why can't I do 50 in my own lane? Like, why can't we all go at our own pace? Why are we all in such a rush to get to what we're doing or to finish what we're doing or to accomplish what we're accomplishing? Like remind yourself that you can go 50 in your own lane. You can cruise at your own pace and your own lane at your own speed and you will still make it to the destination, but you will make it there so much more at ease and feeling way more true to yourself and feeling way more in tune with yourself. So a lot of the times, as much as resistance can suck, nobody wants to feel that resistance. It is reminding you, or it can be almost a reminder to you if you decide it to be to just slow down and go 50 in your own lane, you know, do it your own way, do it your, your own pace, but just keep moving forward, even if it's small. So there's one last little piece that I really kind of felt like I downloaded from this run, and it's one of the more important ones, and I'm gonna tell you guys about it right after I take another quick little break. So the last and final insight that hits me, because clearly I was stuck in that frozen, angled state of running against the wind for quite some time, or it seemed like it was, you know, it slowed down life a little bit, had that movie moment, but the third insight that I downloaded was to lean in. And this is probably one of the more uncomfortable mindsets to embrace, but it's one of the most, I would say, life-changing in terms of people that grow versus people that feel stuck. And all people can be people that grow. It's really just a matter of mindset, whether you feel like you get stuck by resistance or you can use it as a, as a catalyst for growth. The trick is though, in order to have a mindset of growth, you kind of have to lean in. And leaning in is terrifying because leaning in is literally just that. It's leaning into the discomfort. It's leaning into the resistance. It's leaning into the things that are pushing against you. And that's hard to do, especially because we unknowingly tend to kind of villainize the things that are getting in our way, right? No matter what it is, if it's time, if it's other people, if it's any kind of excuse or thing or matter, it's not even just excuses because they're pretty valid, but anything that tends to stop us or block us or push against us when we're trying to do something, we unknowingly kind of villainize that thing, that person, that whatever it is, and then we don't want to lean into it. That, that makes our brains, our bodies, our entire chemistry want to lean away from it. But again, here's kind of the trick, and this is where it's such a beautiful metaphor to use the run for, because if you lean away from the wind, or if you just stop and stand straight up, you're going to hit that resistance even harder. It's going to have a greater effect on you. But when you lean into the wind, when you use the wind to almost kind of support you as you run against it, it's actually going to ease up a lot of the pressure. So this is a tricky mindset to use because how do you lean into the wind? If you want like a whole book on it, I highly recommend reading The Obstacle is Away. It's a book I actually read this year that helped a lot with really embracing that idea of leaning into your obstacles, leaning into the things that might be pushing against you, that might make it harder for you to do what you're trying to do, and then to use that as a place of growth. And really, if you want a summary of the book, it's kind of just that. It's looking at your resistance, looking at the things pushing against you, and asking yourself, 
okay, how can I grow through this? How can I use this in order to help me evolve, in order to help me grow stronger, in order to help me slow down? Using the other two mindsets really is kind of like a trick or a catch 22 where using the first two mindsets of resistance makes me stronger or it doesn't matter how fast or how slow, just keep moving. Those are two ways of leaning into resistance. Those are two optimistic outputs or growth mindsets that you're taking on something that's challenging you. If you need more of a downloadable way to really lean into the resistance, it's kind of doing what it's asking for, which is create space for it. Lean into it like you're anticipating it. Lean into it like you have all the space for all the resistance in the world, all the time for all the resistance in the world because you're not worried about not having anything that's gonna challenge you, that you almost kind of welcome the challenge. You welcome it as a chance to feel a sense of resistance, to feel, like really, because that's what it is. And I'm gonna get super, super deep on you guys right now, but when we do hit resistance, it is our minds that are labeling that resistance as good or bad. That is labeling those resistances as a villain or ally in a lot of ways. Um, so when you can take that away, which is a very difficult thing to do, but it's zooming back up into that higher self mindset. It's coming back into that objective standpoint of really the resistance is there whether you like it or not and it has nothing to do with you. And that's such a, I'm getting super deep on you guys now, but that's kind of like the whole, seeing the whole world through our own perspectives can sometimes make it feel like everything is such a personal attack or everything is a good or bad thing and it's either gonna be pro us or against us, when really it's not, it just is what it is. A great, great metaphor from Jen Sincero's book is like if you had a boat and another boat came and banged into your boat, you got super angry at the person that was driving that boat, right? But what if there was nobody else in the boat? What if it was just another boat that came along and hit your boat? There's no one to be angry at. You just have to deal with the fact that there's damage on your boat and you just gotta fix it. That's just kind of the way it is. And so it's very similar to that. Like the, it, the wind isn't necessarily resistance. And I've been calling it that the whole time because that's the metaphor that we're using for life. But maybe, just maybe, the resistance that you're feeling in any challenges that are coming your way aren't actually challenges. Maybe they were meant to be your path. Maybe they were meant to be along the way. Maybe they're not personal attacks or anything that's really trying to slow you down it's actually just trying to open you up I, I just went on a tangent there but in a lot of ways when we label things as good or bad when we decide that something is going to be or make things harder things will then feel and be harder but when you lean into it when you accept it and you make space for it when you anticipate that there will be resistance that there will be challenges in life then you kind of accept it as part of the whole journey that there is no clear set path sometimes we get lucky and we go for runs and there is no wind and it's bright and sunny and we run our fastest run and it's like the best day ever and those days are valid and it feels great but that's not always gonna be the case. And when we embrace all the different ways that we can feel, including the feelings that are more uncomfortable, when we really, from the very get-go, put on our running gear and go out and embrace the discomfort, not knowing whether or not there will be wind, that's kind of the trick here. That's the whole, I guess, point that I'm getting at with this giant running metaphor. 
of how embracing discomfort and using resistance to grow and to slow down and to really open yourself up is kind of the trick of resilience. That is kind of the trick of perseverance. And I think that having that antidote, which we can all have, people aren't just born with it. It's really just a mindset. So even when you feel you've lost it, you can always come back to it. I think that type of mindset is what differs people that end up creating the lives that they wish or dream of, or, you know, making big moves in their lives and making big plays in their lives versus the people that end up staying safe or small. And I don't want to say that that's even a bad thing either to stay safe or small. Both have pros and cons. Now I'm going on a huge tangent, but I guess all I'm saying is, is that if you don't want to stay safe and small, if you want to make big moves and big changes in your life and go after big things and feel a great amount of success, um, whatever success means to you, I think that embracing the mindsets that we've talked about today are really a huge key uh, in all of the ingredients that it takes to do those things. So there you guys have it. <laughs> that was my tangent today on the run that I went on yesterday that really just kind of, yeah, it was an uncomfortable situation to be in and then it just broke open all of this insight that I started to download. So I thought I would talk about it today because I feel like, especially with espresso brews being about motivation, there is no clear set path of motivation that doesn't come with any kind of challenges or setbacks or resistance, you know, adulting, especially when you move into adulthood and when you start taking on more responsibilities in your life, there's going to be gusts of wind. There's going to be times where it feels like you're pushing against a lot of resistance and you might be going through one of those phases right now. But as weird as it sounds, it's usually those points in life that you look back on and you see that you grew the most, that those are like the more deeper and meaningful moments of your life that really kind of challenged you and pushed you in a new way and formed you to kind of look at life a different way. So it's just a different perspective to take on it. So if you're feeling like you're going through resistance right now, know that you're actually in a very monumental chapter of your life and that that resistance can actually be an ally if you decide it to be. So there you go. I think I already said there you go today, but there you go again. And I'm going to close it on down because I have a few more coffee talks that I wanted to film today and I want to hear your guys' thoughts. So anything you have to say on the matter, if you guys have any perspective, any stories that fit today's metaphor or anything that you have to add, feel free to, as always, put it in the comment section, start a conversation. And I, my lovely friends, will see all of you guys in the next coffee talk. Bye guys.